You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. When those, when the, I mean, the very first bingo, it was two yeah. people shouting it out at once. I kid you not, I was so worried that I actually actually I, had. I thought you did. I thought that you really messed up. Yeah, I th- I thought so too. I'm like, oh no. I passed out the same cards. I didn't do it right. I printed out the same ones, and this is going to be a nightmare. We'll never be able to know. This could ruin the entire night. Until oh my God, thankfully, we have sponsorships and things. Like if you printed all of the same card, yeah. we would have been so screwed. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Thankfully, it was not, uh, and that was a relief. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast. All over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We're going to explain what we were talking about there at the beginning. I uh, do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com and click that on the a, Amazon link. That was See, the definition of a pregnant pause. Yeah, it was a pregnant pause. I don't like the word pregnant in pausing. Why are you so anti-pregnant? I'm just, Greg? I just, I, I don't like that term. I don't like, I don't, what, there's that's something the about term. the term. That's the term. That's what it's called. Yeah, but I don't like it. I don't, I, I've got to come up with something else. God, you know what? Who's the master of the pregnant pause really quick is Tom Likas. Whenever I used to board up for his show, he would like sit there and be like, ah, 1-800-5-9-800-TOM. And then I totally panic because then he was like going to a commercial break because that was when you had to actually uh-huh. hand put in the commercials. Yep. How many I, times did you mess that up? I didn't. I, I messed it up quite a few times, but uh, he did pauses so long that like the dead air, uh, like alarm would start going off, and then he. <laughs> you know, he was just doing. He was just doing that to fuck with everybody. I know. Cause yeah. He's a little fucker. That was pretty awesome. Then. All right. Uh, all right so. Uh, anyway, besides that, uh, yes, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link. It is Friday the 13th here out of Portland, Oregon dun, right dun, now. Dun. And on today's show, we have coming up here in just a little bit, our interview with Steve Renazisi. And he is, of course, from The League. And uh, we had an interview with him this morning. He was really great. He was a very nice guy. And we're going to be playing that here in just a little bit. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. We'll talk about more of it in here in a minute. Uh, so that's coming up on the show and all kinds of other stuff. But let's talk about last night. So last night we had our very first ever Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Oh, my God. Which is just still weird to say. It I- was so weird, but it was so awesome. Like, as soon as it was happening, like, Greg and I were looking at each other like, holy shit, this is happening. We're actually, like... Hosting a bingo night. This right. is what we're doing. Yeah. And and I mean, I want to say thank you to all of you who came out last night and supported and listened to the show and, and all that, because this wouldn't have happened without you guys. Sarah and I made a joke about doing a bingo night here on the show, but the response from you guys was so much, we went ahead and did it, and you turned it into something awesome. I mean, it was really great to see how many people were out there on a on a Thursday night like playing you, bingo, you know, under you a heated patio. You held up your end of the bargain, friends. Like, yeah. you did. And, yeah. And we will not disbelieve you ever again. Like, you said you wanted a bingo night. We gave it to you. You showed up. It was so much fun. Well, and because you guys came out, it really helps us out. I mean, I'll just be honest with you when it comes to, like, sponsorships. You know, sponsorships are absolutely necessary for us to keep the show going. Without them... You know, we, we can't do the show just like we can't do the show without you guys that listen. You know, it's, it's, it's all parts of the puzzle that make the whole thing work. And you guys showing up like that last night and having fun, and it made us Looked look great. Awesome. You know, so cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, not, not going to lie. And that's all because of you guys. So we really appreciate it and hope everybody had a good time. It seems like people did have a good time. Um, yeah, minus the fact that I was panicking about, about you those did. cards. You did. Like, I saw I all the really color worried. leave your face. I'm like, what is happening? Well, I didn't have a lot of time this week, so when I was printing them out, I 
I had to print them out in sections. Like I had, uh, I had a template for like 200 different numbered cards. But I, when I restarted it, I didn't know where I had started on it. And then I thought maybe I'd, I'd like reprinted oh, like about God. 50 of them in yeah. different numbers. It would but have been bad. you didn't. Yes. You did not. True. But that, what, that was the thing that freaked us out right out of the gate because the, the first bingo, because we had about, we had nine different bingo games, like three yeah. different rounds of nine different games. And the first, the very first one out of the gate, people yelled bingo at the same time and Greg and I looked at each other we're like, oh shit. Yep. Did it happen? <laughs> did it actually happen? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I learned, I, I will say this, I learned a lot about bingo last night, which I never thought would be something I would ever say in my entire life. Number one, um, it takes a lot of yelling at that, and I think we both partially lost our voices because of that. Or not lost our voices, but feeling a little raspy today, so that's why I might have a little little rasp in my voice. I'm a little raspy, too. Yeah. I feel like a little bit of, like a Kathleen Turner. I sound like her a little bit. You want to sound like Kathleen Turner? Not really, but I mean, it kind of feels like I do. Is that how you're going to Okay. No, that's not. Is that your whole thing? No. You're going for that kind of that kind of angle. Whatever. The the sultry. Okay. Sultry angle. Well, I can't help it if you're if you're you know determining that my voice sounds sultry. That's a you thing. No, that wasn't supposed to be a compliment. (laughs) Okay, that that didn't work out then. So, uh, but yeah, so did some yelling. Also, people take rules very seriously. Bingo is very serious. I and I did not know that, and we learned a lesson from it. We learned. A lot about rules and how to handle ties and things like that. Things I didn't think of, didn't cover that part, and so we had to make that up on the fly. Well, because we're the professional works. bingo people, and so we, no, like, we did no, everything. Is there someone who's a professional bingo person? Well, like yes, that's their professional job. Bingo callers, yeah. Wait, what? Do you, like they go on tour and stuff. I mean, maybe, maybe there's like a big bingo tour circuit where there's like, oh my god, are know, we just tapping into this world? Is there a whole like, is there a money train here that we can hop on with this bingo thing where we can tour around and like? Oh, we've like, been doing this renowned. all wrong. We've been trying the podcast angle. No, yeah. no, no, it's touring bingo callers. Oh, that's our. That's the ticket. Okay, yeah, maybe that is. Maybe we could have got. We could go around and be like. Uh, yeah, like like the hot ticket item that comes into town, swoops into town, going to like rest home to rest home and playing bingo. We did. By the end of it, we had it really down. To, we figured it out by the end. Yeah. So like we but, worked out the kinks. So we got there like an hour and a half early to like set up everything, which which was a lot. Of, it was really fun to actually set up. Like it, it kind of because uh, I didn't really know how to set up for a bingo. Yeah. Game, but we yeah. put together our prize packs, got everything down. Nick and everybody at Landmark Saloon, they're so awesome. Big and thank so you to them. Thank you to Small Town Brewery, uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer. And uh, thank you to them, and thank you to Next Adventure 2 for providing some really awesome prizes. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really, really great. Um, and like I said, you guys, uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming out and supporting. Yeah. It's such a huge thing. And we really, really, and we really had some appreciate some games it. in between, which was fun. I'm really glad that we did that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you going to explain what your game was? What one of these games? Yes. Because you didn't you didn't talk about it yesterday. Well, you didn't say one, what it was. So uh, Jeffrey, who's a friend and listener of the show, and got me this really cool like Nerf uh, Nerf gun like pistol thing for my birthday uh, last month. And I've had this, and I'm like, this is the coolest thing, but I don't really know what I'm, you know, what I should do with it. I mean, I like shooting it at Greg, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, that thing sucks. I love that. I thing. hate it. I know you do. Uh, so as we were like trying to brainstorm, because we're like, all right, we'll do bingo. But I mean, if somebody didn't win bingo, we want to have a chance for people to be able to do something besides bingo, like while there's a break, if people need to like get a drink or use the restroom or whatever. So we decided to set up a little bit of a shooting gallery 
with my Nerf gun after mm-hmm. the first round. And so we basically had a raffle. Everyone got a raffle ticket with their bingo. Yeah. And, well, I'm just saying, I think that we did a really good job for not knowing what we were doing. Right. And so we got to Tim Riley, of course, won the Yeah, Tim the Riley contest. was out last night, and Tim was the sharpshooter. Tim won the shooting contest, which there's video of that that we'll have up at FunEmploymentRadio.com and on our uh, Facebook page and YouTube page. We'll, we'll put it up on all those places because mm. it is so funny to watch Tim just nail these cans. He did. Yeah. He was the only one that hit a can, too. Oh, yeah. Or oh, I think, yeah. No, maybe someone got one can, I think. But well, yeah, no, either Tim way. just took him down. Yes, indeed. It was, it was really awesome. And then the so. second one, so then we had our second round of bingo. And for the uh-huh. second challenge, I surprised Greg with this because I wanted to do like a pin the something on the something, you know, like, like, a, like a pin the tail on the donkey. But I'm like, what could I do that would be kind of catered to the show that would be funny? And I decided to draw a giant picture of Greg's head with a huge mouth. And call the game, put the shame chip in Greg's shame chip hole. <laughs> so I cut up these post-its that basically look like little Doritos. And we would spin people around, whoever won the raffle, we would spin them around. And they'd have to try to get the, you know, blindfolded, put the shame chip in Greg's shame chip mouth. It was so funny. It, and we got some video from it. Too. It was pretty good, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty well done. Mm. It was pretty well drawn out. Although I'm, I was the one that had to hold it there while people, while people tried to... Uh, you know, stick the shame. That was really chips good of you. I didn't think you were going to hold it. Chip hole. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a game player. Mm-hmm. I'm a game player. Game day player. It was pretty good. You should see the pictures of it, though. If you haven't seen the pictures of what Sarah drew, it was pretty good. I was pretty proud. I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, but overall, thank you so much, like I said, for everybody coming out. It was uh, it was really, really cool and really appreciative. Yeah, and so everybody. I think, I mean, all everyone was super happy with the way it went. I don't think this is going to be our last bingo night. I don't think so either. I... I believe that we even had conversations last night about when perhaps maybe the next one might be. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was really cool and and again yeah I can't say thank you enough to everybody who uh, supports us. We appreciate it. We do. Um all right, should we go ahead and play our interview? Because oh, yeah. uh, and and all right, we're going to skip gears here and switch gears, skip gears. You switch gears. You switch gears. Switch gears. Yeah. Nice sounded like Mike Kaplan there almost for a second. Um, switch gears, skip gears. I don't know. I don't know. Wasn't there? Uh uh, so Steve Ranazisi. Steve is one of the stars of the league. If you've never watched the league, it is a very hilarious show. It is. Even if you don't like, the league is basically about a bunch of you know dudes who are in a fantasy football league together. But that's that's but it's, like but I was saying. But that's beside the point. Like I don't follow fantasy football. I don't do anything like that. But the show itself. Yeah, that's just kind of like the linchpin. But it's exactly. not really about that. But the show itself is hilarious. It's a really funny show, and they just wrapped up their seventh filming for the seventh and final season, which I think is actually airing right now. Um, but before we get into this interview, there is something we need to talk about, and that is Steve uh, got into a little bit of trouble over the last couple of months. You may have seen his name in the news because of, I mean, and I'll just say it, he uh, apparently had been telling this story how he was at 9-11 when it happened. Uh, he was in one of the towers. That he's in one of the towers, and there's a huge interview. There's lots of stuff. He's come clean about it that he was not. Um, it was something where he said it one time and then felt like he had to just continue doing it, and it, it came to light. He has dealt with it head on, I gotta say, like for somebody who... Who did something like that? I mean, yeah, like, he, I mean, he not, dealt with it head on. He has not shied away from the spotlight. He went on Stern for like yeah. a grueling forty-five minute interview, like no holds barred. Like, yeah, he's I talked mean, and about Stern it. doesn't hold back. And let, let's just tell you, like behind the scenes, when we were talking to his publicist, like his publicist even said that he's willing to talk about it. Like he he would talk about it, and that's what I think got the respect of Greg and I because we're like, all right, well, he's not. You know, we're not being told like don't bring up that thing. Yeah, 
No, he said he would talk about it if that's what we wanted to. But we told him uh, when he got here before we went on air that we didn't want to. We I mean, it's been talked to. about plenty. There's there's plenty of information out there. He's done plenty of interviews about it. We just wanted to let that you know not be part of our interview. Exactly. It's, it's not really what we do because anyway. that inter- that interview's been done. Yeah, Stern did it. We can't we can't uh, top a Stern interview Absolutely. anyway with the, when it comes to something right. like that. So we did what we do best, which is our kind of interview. Mm-hmm. And so well, we talked uh, a lot. It was a fun interview. I do. Have yeah, to we say. talked about Portland. Talked about all kinds of different things. And and he's a he's a really nice guy. He was really cool. Yeah. So he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. And uh, you can get tickets, of course, at heliumcomedy.com. And here he is on the show. It is Steve Ranazisi. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Uh, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason. And we are in Portland, Oregon, inside of Apollo Books. Uh, you can't not be inside of Apollo Books in Portland, Oregon. Here's one thing I love about Portland, Oregon. FunEmploymentRadio.com. They are great. They are funny. They've got their finger on the pulse. They are the sunshine that shines through even when it's raining. FunEmploymentRadio.com. If you're not listening to it, there's something wrong with you. Get out of your own Powell books and listen to them. I forgot how long that, that one was. That is a pretty long liner. <laughs> that is pretty long. It really hammers that, it home. That was a lengthy liner. What the show is, yeah. And judgmental. <laughs> it is, Very yeah. judgmental. Yeah, I mean, if you're already listening, you would have heard it, but yet they're still scolding people at the same they time. They are. Sure. You yeah. a little those bit about Skalar brothers. No, God dang They're Skalar up to brothers. no good, those two. They are. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so welcome to Fun Employment Radio, if you didn't get that already. Uh, we are joined now by Steve Renazisi. Hello, Hello, sir. Did we say that correctly? You did, yeah. Good. Right, Everyone good. gets nervous, but there's good. no reason to be. Well, because I wanted to go Renazisi. But sure, but Ranazisi. Ranazisi's fine. And yeah, yeah it, it's just people easier. see the Z's at the end and they get very nervous. <laughs> yeah, so they f- usually forget about how the R A might be pronounced. <laughs> I like all the Z's though. It has a little pizzazz to it's it. It's got something in it. Yeah, it's, it's a got, little. It's, it's, got yeah. it's got. It's a lot though. Two Z's back to back is almost some obnoxious. N's and yeah. a whole bunch of stuff going A's. on there. I can only imagine yeah, explaining to people how to spell that. That probably takes a while. It was a nightmare. Yeah, um, especially growing up. Yes, it was, and then you know the names that you could play off of it: Steve Ren and Stimpy, Steve Big Ziti, <laughs> Steve Ren and Sleazy. Um, Ren and Sleazy, Ren and Sleazy. Was yeah, a, that's good. Wow, yeah. uh, that's Greg's, one that stuck in college. <laughs> I like the Ren and Stimpy one though. Ren and Stimpy, that yep. was pretty good. Yep. Uh, Greg's actual last name is Nibbler. Yeah, it really so he is. Also had a cruel childhood. Oh, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. N I B L E R. Man. Yeah, it. Oh man. Yeah, people have. Asked- That's the thing. Like, I'm. I'm pretty much immune to anything. Like, if anybody can come up with something I haven't heard, yeah, I'm always excited about it. Yep. But the problem is, everybody hears it for the first time, like, huh, huh, and then it starts making nibbler jokes. I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I've lived with. No, like, like you're not Futurama? original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's I've not original. My whole life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Give me something new. I like that your I'll, I'll respect can't be it, broken but... because like oh, somebody no. somebody else with the name Nibbler. About first spirit. grade, that's when I realized. Okay, I have to deal with this for the rest this of my is, life. I'm like, saddled with this for yeah, life. Yeah, like this isn't changing, and I can't explain to people not to make fun of it. So either I got to embrace it, or it's going to be a grew long up life. In New York, so everyone had long, crazy. Like my friends are Bonagura, Tognella. Oh, oh wow, Andrea! Like so, it's all yeah. like it, it wasn't. It would be weird for them to make fun of my name, yeah, because everyone else's names such are pretty grandiose crazy. friends you had. Well, they're all it's Italian and Irish guys yeah, on yeah. Long Island. Yeah, that's really, what you know? That's we all grew up. That's our fathers were Italian, our mm-hmm. mothers were Irish, and that's how our names just ended up being. You know, all heavy consonants and a lot of vowels. <laughs> and so yeah, it was always normal. But I remember our, our uh, I didn't learn Z's or something. It was like Z's uh, in script are like. A big thing, got to go mm-hmm. down. It was oh a, yeah, the, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Oh yeah, a nightmare. Like learning how to write my name 
Oh, because when, when you, the kids still had to use cursive. Yes. Do they not learn it anymore? I believe I don't know. not. Do they learn how to write? I know that they... I have two kids. I don't know. <laughs> I have two. I should know all the answers. To <laughs> Are they literate? Do I don't know. Do they know how to read and write? Um... Yeah, no, I don't know if they, I mean, I know they learn how to write, obviously, but I don't know if they learn script. Yeah, I don't think they learn cursive anymore. Maybe. At least I, I think it's being phased out. Wow. Yeah, whenever, the only time like, I ever like see math. Like, oh, there's, are you teaching your kids how to do that weird he's doing addition math, thing? Like, well, he he does, uh, he's in first grade, so the, the math is still relatively simple. It's more timing. Like, they try to get, like, a certain amount of questions done in, like, a minute, but... Yeah, he doesn't use his uh, his fingers anymore or in, like that. I think it's more of just sort of counting in his head now. Okay, Weird. yeah. I've seen, I have a bunch of friends, you know, clearly that have children and there's all, all I don't understand math these days, how you have to add like different ways. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, it's, it's all, nuts. Yeah, it's different than it was when we were growing up. Yeah, it's going to get even more complicated because apparently like, you know, the way that they do normal math, like, you know. It's, um, like adding and then carrying. Like they don't, over ca- it's, they don't it's not do that? the same thing. It's not, I don't, I don't know, we haven't got there huh. yet, but I know it's, it's going to be a big challenge because I'm going to be like, no, this is just how it is. I don't know why I have to do this all the other stuff. So you're going to have to like go to school again, basically. No, I just have to go on the road. And then my wife <laughs> so your wife yeah. is going to have to go to school. Oh, we got a big yeah, test coming up. Got to fly to St. Louis this weekend. Yeah, Sorry. Oof, oof yeah. magoof. That's this weekend, huh? Daddy is gone. <laughs> Sorry, hon. Sorry, babe. Have you been up here to Portland before? Never. Really? My first, first time? time, yeah. Yeah. First time. What do you think about it? It's nice. It yeah. really is. It's lovely. I mean, you know, you, you, I've heard nothing but great things from comedians. That's what you hear first. It's mm. like, oh, this yeah. is a good city to perform in, so that's nice. Then you hear like, oh, the people are weird. It's cool. You know, yeah. they, they fancy yeah. themselves pretty weird. Um, and They've gotten the, diluted. The weirdness has gotten diluted in the past few years, though. Sure. It's less weird. I was coming here yesterday. I was in Burbank at the gate waiting to get on the plane, and then these four Portland people stood up next to me and started leaving their friend a voice ma- message as singing in an acapella group like together and wow. in the middle was it of the good? game it was fine <laughs> <laughs> it was fine it was decent. Uh, but yeah the, all the portland people just continued to do, go on like they were looking reading their magazines and books and stuff and all the, the other no people no like, what is what's what's <laughs> happening here and they were f- fine with it they were completely immune that they just started That's singing it. acapella oh no people i guess maybe Portland is still as weird. I'm just totally used you to it. You do get immune to it. Yeah. Like, I was driving down, and this is no joke. This was probably last week, driving down here to the studio, and there was a guy on one of the tall bikes, which is like two bikes welded together. Okay. And he was... Have you ever seen those? No. They is take two like, bike frames. So basically, it's a, bit, it's a yeah. regular bike frame, then they put another one on top they of it. They weld it on top, so it's super so tall. Like, completely unfunctional. Like you have All right, to, so, wait, so, so it's a bicycle, right? Yeah. And then there's another bicycle on top of it. Yep. With wheels. Yes. No, only one set of wheels. So the, All right, so right. it's just mounted up way high. Yes. Yeah. So you have to, they have to get up, like, go to telephone poles and, like, walk up the pole so to it was get like on. The, Okay, so it was like those dudes that drive those, those, those unicycles with the big front tire and the little back tire, but, like, the, the front tire is the height of the regular bicycle. E- kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's regular wheels. Okay. It's just a frame just, on top of a the of the regular frame. It's very it's very it's pointless. Pointless. It's yeah. pointless. Yeah, yeah. It's just to be higher, I guess. Than yeah, else? pretty much. And uncomfortable. Like it's it's funny to pe- watch them approach. How do you get on sign. it? They they, they gotta climb yeah. They go to telephone poles and like they gotta walk themselves up it. Oh my god! But yeah, I was riding down here or, or driving down to the studio, and it was a guy on one of those bikes, no pants, a pink thong on, and just riding down. In the middle of traffic, yep. and it actually Why took not? me a minute. Like I just saw it, I was more annoyed that he was in my way, oh, and I've like, oh guy. yeah, oh that's it's a guy in a pink thong and a tall bike, like eh, whatever, yeah. get out of my way. That's it, you know, yeah, yeah. There's places where that won't fly. 
Yeah, a lot of places. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of places yeah. where that's not going to happen. Right. Um, and I wouldn't consider those places more normal than this place, but um, yeah, I think people are a little bit more understanding up here. I yeah, guess, in yeah. It it's is. just I just don't even notice tolerate some of it. Tolerant. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, yeah, people, people tolerated so... those four annoying people that started singing a cappella. <laughs> exactly, it was like two very butch lesbians, a, a, an authoritative man who really had some sort of power over everyone, and then like an assistant. <laughs> it was a very weird, strange group you of people. Was it like a cult or something? I don't, I don't know. I didn't get into it much further than that because I'm like, I don't want to. I, He's going to convince you to well. join them. No one's going to be at the end. I'm like, oh my, oh, I'm glad I met. Finally, met these guys. And gave me the path and the light. But, um, I gotta change everything I'm doing. I yeah. really hope before, like after you leave here, when you and Adam are taking off, that you see there's a clown couple okay. that's around here, like clowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam's heard me talk about them before, and they ride around on their matching tall bikes wearing their clown outfits. Nice. Yeah. I wish for nothing more than Steve to see the clown couple when he yeah. leaves the studio today. Really? I've seen I, them in in like Safeway in yeah. the store before, and it's weird. They're always in their clown. And get-ups. like you want to always. dislike them, but they're super friendly and like nice. And they're, they're, is it part of a thing that they do? Or is it, they are clowns. They're they working clowns. Okay. They do their thing, and they make they make some good money. Sure. Yeah. They're like the people really? that hang out. Like you know, mm-hmm. we have the 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 people that dress in costumes, like by you know, like the oh the man's Chinese yeah. theater. And oh stuff. yeah. You see them at like Walgreens getting <laughs> eye drops. Spider Man, Spider Man, Batman <laughs> hanging out, smoking, smoking a joint together. Yeah, SpongeBob. Yeah. What are you doing? Wonder Woman's off getting nail polish remover. <laughs> Thongs half. It's very you know it's it's strange but in a different way, less tolerant. You're more like oh guys. SpongeBob with a half gallon there? of vodka. Huh? Do you ever take your kids down there to see the? No. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Not really. No. It's a little terrifying. We, they, you know, Halloween was last week and. Uh, you know, we did a big thing, and then there's that big West Hollywood parade, mm-hmm. and it's great, but it's big. It's like a million people, and it's very. I mean, it's crazy the stuff that some of these people. And look, I'm very liberal and forward thinking, but you know, and people are like, "Oh, you got to bring your kids down there." I'm like, "No, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like everything. I'm for everything they want to do, but I'm like, they're six and three. They don't want to stare at man ass all yeah. day. Like, <laughs> I don't like. You know, like it's not. It's fine, but it's like forty gay dudes dressed as um, I don't know in Victorian outfits made of bubble wrap but all their asses are hanging out like and that that's a beautiful costume but not for my kids who you know they don't want to see 40, right. 40 man asses man asses yeah it's the man ass but my wife went she had a good time so. yeah I was gonna say I kind of want to go see the man yeah, ass yeah. <laughs> oh real quick here's a that's a tall bike Oh, see, that's dumb. Oh, see, I was thinking now. Okay, so I was thinking like this bar straight ahead, and then there's another set of wheels, and then you sit on top, like almost like two (gasps) bicycles on top. Oh, okay. So like the wheels are like connected. Yes, and then like one wheel. Yeah, that's very impractical. But I could see why. That's like Mad Max. Step step your game up, Portland. Yeah, challenge. I just threw down the gauntlet. (laughs) Yeah. Who cares about your tall bikes? Get some a couple extra wheels in there. (laughs) This is his first time in Portland. He's already getting creative. (laughs) Does anyone have like one of those? I'm sure they do here. Like those like unicycle things that they. Oh yeah, people do. Yeah, I figured that was got to be one of. We have a a unipiper. Okay, it's a guy who rides around and he's been here for years. I kid you not. He is on a unicycle, dressed like Darth Vader, playing bagpipes that shoot fire. Well, 
I'll never bring my kids here because that, if my son saw that, my, my son would be like, that guy, that's my job. Like, that's yeah. my dream job. This guy drives around all day, dressed like Batman, and shoots off fireworks. Mm-hmm. Done. Oh, he's amazing. And he's totally normal. I've seen him. Oh, yeah. No, no. If my son saw that and that knew that that was a real possibility to have a life and be able to do that and not get arrested, forget it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And to be, like, well-known and respected oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. We ran, uh, we went to, we were driving last night. We we, he, we stopped at a, a stop sign. He's like, "Oh, this is that's the homeless guy who throws rocks at your car." If you don't, I'm like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Oh, that guy's great, really great guy. He's been here for years, wearing a raincoat, but he's got a bucket of rocks over there. So if you step out of line, it's going to throw it at your car." And I was like, "Wait a minute, we're in the pacifist Pacific Northwest up here. This guy's got ammunition. Like that's old school. Oh, yeah. That's like Middle Eastern kid uh, throwing rocks again. Throwing rocks at each other. That's so funny. You know your neighborhood homeless. Yeah, because I have in my neighborhood. I know there's like the guy that." always pees next to the dumpster yeah i see him every day i've seen his penis many times yeah but it's just like i don't it doesn't even phase me anymore i'll see it, it almost i don't know how you guys feel but in la it's the same thing this keenan yeah. ivory waynes is at the corner of la cienega like there's a dude there's a homeless guy that looks exactly i mean exactly like keenan ivory waynes so keenan ivory waynes hangs out by like the the beverly and the, the, the uh the mall by beverly and the and uh la cienega so keenan ivory, but then like you don't see keenan ivory waynes for like a month you're like what the does anyone see Ivory? Like you start to ask then. So I feel like it'd be probably the same thing with the guy with the rock. Like, is anyone got a rock thrown at their car? Is, what happened to the guy with the rock in the car? He's gone. I want to see the bucket of rocks. I want to see Keenan Ivory Wayans. <laughs> Keenan Ivory Wayans, you oh Is he you, known? Is he like one of the homeless like, known there? Yes. I mean if you if you said to any anybody in LA, like, hey, do you know that homeless guy like by the Beverly Center, La Siena and Beverly, that looks like Keenan <laughs> fi- if you say Keenan, they'll finish the Ivory Wayans. Because <laughs> it's just known. Yeah. <laughs> And it, I, it's not Keenan Ivory Wayans. There's no chance it is. 100%. There's no chance it is. 100%. I know there's a lot of Wayans. His career really took a turn. I don't know. There are a lot I, of them. There are. We, I worked at the comedy store for many, many years, and that's how I started doing stand-up. And uh, one of the jobs there is parking cars, So, uh, which is what everyone had to do. And my friend Rick Ingram was a uh, comedian, very funny dude. He, he, it was his turn to park the cars a lot for the night. And it's a, it's a bad job because there's like 40 comedians on the show. It's a very small lot, and you mm-hmm. have to move cars around constantly and you know people will drive in in crappy cars a lot of comedians and then people will drive in in three hundred thousand dollar lamborghinis and now it's still your job to you know so the lot was it was a saturday night it was like packed and this like really expensive car pulls up and it's marlon wayne's and um he rolls down his window and and rick's there and, and rick's not one to 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 deal with fools and i'm not saying marlon's a fool but he was like hey man what's up he's like you're not in the lineup and he's like well i just want to park here he's like well rick's like i got no spots for you to park here man it's something i can do he's like he's like well what what, what what can we do he's like i don't know unless you got keenan and damon in the backseat there's nothing i can do about it and then all of a sudden the windows roll down and it's keenan and david damon in the backseat he's like all right go right over there right by that car right there just put it right there yep those wains roll deep <laughs> they, they come all of them come together some of them are heading in the trunk yeah, but Keenan and Damon were in the back <laughs> and that awesome. was all that, that, that Rick so needed yeah. yeah that's pretty neat though so in order to earn your keep when you're you know starting at like at the comedy store you had to park all the cars well you had to do everything everything I mean anyone that works there is a comedian mm-hmm so, I mean, that's the way it was. I think now it's sort of got changed a little bit. There are some other people that don't. 
necessarily want to be comedians, but I think they're anyone that works here is interested in comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't think you yeah. have like any corporate people that want like, hey, let's just go run a restaurant or <laughs> right. like God, I, I hate comedy. I mean, when I got there, job. the inmates literally ran the asylum. Yeah. Nipsey Shore was the owner and in charge. Sort of, but then you know her health was kind of diminishing mm-hmm. a bit, and then so we just sort of like, well, we'll do it, and it was, it was crazy for many years. Yeah, like, and we literally like did a lot of crazy stuff. It there. sounded like it was a magic time to be a part of anyone who's spoken about it. Yeah, it really was. It was a. I mean, I know there's been many errors of uh, of 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 just greatness with the comedy store and I'm not yeah. saying that our era was 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 greatness but we had a lot of fun and mm-hmm. we learned a lot about comedy and we became friends and someone asked me the other day or I can't remember was it yesterday or something like oh it's sort of like you guys all know each other it's sort of like a high school or a, a job and I'm like it's more like the penal system where it's sort of like <laughs> we're all sort of in it together no one really has any options of getting out or yeah. what are you going to do <laughs> no become saying. a regular person so we all just kind of you know make it tolerable for, for each other yeah and and by tolerable, it's sort of you know in in our own way, like you know torturing each other, mm-hmm. right? Making sure that no one got too big for their britches for or sure. that stuff. And then people would just you know become famous and get sprung from jail, and that was it. <laughs> was left, yeah. So yeah, that's the the comedy store for us was in the mid two thousand. I got there in two thousand two, but yeah, the entire two thousands was like college for us. Yeah, and we got away with a lot of stuff, and we learned a lot of stuff. It was me and. Ari Shafir and John Caparillo and uh, just a, you know, we all started Rick Ramos, Steve Simone. We all came up together, and it's crazy now that I never really get to see all of them all the time because we're all on the road doing stuff mm-hmm. now. But you remember like shooting water balloons off the roof <laughs> with like, th- like I remember John Ca- Ca- John Caparillo got his first development deal. It was like for six figures. It was like more money than we ever thought anyone would ever get. So the first thing he did was he bought a three man water balloon launcher. <laughs> you know, Why one where you have to, two people have to hold oh, it yeah. and the person pulls it back. Yep. So we would go to the roof of the comedy store in the middle of sunset and shoot water balloons at people waiting in line to get into the sky bar. And I'm talking <laughs> this is like a quarter of a mile away. And you oh. we can do that. And it was like People would get hit with the water balloons and have absolutely no idea. <laughs> like, there's no, you don't, you don't look, like, when you get hit with a water balloon, you, like, look behind you. Like, who just hit me with a, you don't look a mile and a half away. <laughs> like, there's the Bruta films. Like, who, where were we? And the top of the depository. We, I mean, we would be, and then one time we hit a girl. It ended when we hit a girl that was waiting in line, and we hit her, and she went down. Oh, no. Like, she, we, we hit her, it was like a water buffalo. Like, she oh, went, she crumpled her to the ground, and then she got up. And then looked up and saw us oh, laughing no. and then walked back to the comedy store. And then that's when I pretended that I, I was a manager there. And I, was, I met her downstairs <laughs> and I was like, I'm a manager here. What's going on? She's like, Somebody's, the guy's just hit me with a water balloon. And I'm like, I cannot believe you had to go through this, ma'am. Come with me. And I gave her tickets and drinks and stuff. And her 10 friends came and like we had a comp. And it was like a $450 bill. Oh and then we just, we just gave it to Caparillo. We're like, this is part of the water balloon thing that you bought. <laughs> you have to buy this too. You're the only one with money. You're going to buy this too. So, yeah, we had good times there. It was really, really fun. So now that the league's finished um, filming, well, congratulations, by the way. Thank it's you. Really yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I love the show. It's been oh, yeah, a it's, blast. It's been yeah. really, really fun. An unbelievable experience for seven years. I, I oh, bet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when it first came out, I was like, okay, I like fantasy football. How can you make a series off of fantasy football? And then, sure. you know, it was incredible. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, I think amazing. that was, the, uh, yeah, that, I think that was like Nick and Paul sort of, sort of hesitation. Like, what, what is I don't really know a lot about fantasy, but, and for me, it was like, well, I know about fantasy, but this, these people are funny and this show idea is a yeah. funny mm. idea. So, um, 
you know, I think it, when you boil it down, it's a comedy. It's a half. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a fantasy football person yeah, a lot at all. Of people, I still find it funny. I mean, that's and that's a really we get big stuff from like you know fantasy people. They're like, oh, there's no fantasy in it. Come on, no. it's like you know, <laughs> you know, cop shows and. Fires, they're not all about mustaches and divorces. They got right. other things going on. <laughs> softball teams and stuff. You know, they're, yeah, they, they, yeah, they're not always putting out fires. So it's, uh, it's that. I mean, we like to make people laugh, and that's how I knew. Well, I never knew it was going to be like a thing, but mm-hmm. I knew during the pilot, I was like, oh, I'm laughing more at this than I've laughed at every other thing that's been canceled in my life. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm like, I'm sure this will go away real quick. Um, but yeah, FX was was really, I mean. And seven a, seasons. That's a Yeah. yeah they let run. us go. They, I mean, we didn't have big numbers or anything the first year, but we had, you know, we were funny and people sort of were finding us. And then Netflix helped us, you know, yeah. helped us out in the off season mm-hmm. where we'd kind of get more viewers and people would catch up and. Um, yeah, seven years is really, it's, uh, we all start at the same sort of level and we all kind of popped out and mm-hmm. had done different things individually, but it's, um, we were like a family, like mm-hmm. sort of started all on the same level of, of fame and kind of grew together and, and it's, uh, we n- never had any resentment or fights or, I mean, I know that's horror stories on some sets, but it really was never like that for us oh, at all. That's great. Like the seven, the six of us and seven, if you include Jason, which we really do, um, Jason Manzoukas who plays Rafi it's sort mm-hmm. of we all just came in and you know we knew that this was the amount of time we had to do this low budget show and the quicker we move and, and the funnier we make it the better it'll be and mm-hmm. that's what we did and that's how we worked is it kind of surreal to have it all wrapped up now it is a little bit yeah. I think right now this sort of this is what I feel like normally every time mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. of year you know the show ends and then I go on the road for a little bit I think next summer It'll be a little different when we're not st- like I usually. You ramp back up in June. I start to you know. Yeah. I, I usually like watch a couple episodes from the year before, kind of mm-hmm. catch up on like my thought process on it, and I'm like, I think that'll be that, and then like sweating in August in the middle of L.A. in a jackets, coats, gloves, scarves, pretending it's Chicago in the fall. <laughs> like they will. I will not miss that you at will all. Not miss that. But there will be a part of me that will be like, why are I? Why am I not sweating? Like next, there'll a be like a, a Wednesday randomly next August, and I'm like, I should be sweating <laughs> profusely right just now. Just muscle memory, like yeah. this is wrong. Yeah. Um, I won't miss that, but I will miss making uh, jokes with those guys every day. So, what do, you, do you think you want to spend the majority of your time uh, going back out on the road doing comedy? Do you want to pursue more acting? Right now, I'm yeah. Right. Well, I'm gonna. I just did a special that that uh, aired like a uh, a couple mo- a month ago, and um, so now I'm writing new stuff and going back on the road to do that and then I'm writing a show I'm writing two shows actually uh, both for FX one with my buddy Ari Shafir um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. and uh, so we're writing a show together um, which is hilarious it's a it's sort of true detective meets eastbound and down where when you nice. when you meet us we are sober five months sober and but each episode will go back and forth in time to the time we were horrifically using drugs <laughs> to the time that we're remaining sober. I love um, both of those shows. Yeah, so we're doing yeah, that. We're doing, uh, we're writing that and then an animated idea. And then so writing is great because on the road I can go do shows at night and then write during the day. Mm. So it's sort of, yeah. Um, and then I'm doing um, New Girl. I don't know if you know that show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some episodes of that. Oh, nice. While I'm in town, yeah. So it's been, been busy, good, you know, creative. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. And that, this is, I like to tour. I love, I love doing live mm-hmm. performances. So, um, this is a nice sort of break for me. It's, you know, I'm in town shooting the show for five and a half months, and now I get to go hang out and rest up a little bit yeah. on the weekends, get yeah. away from the the family and the grind and all that stuff. <laughs> get so. to see new magical places like Portland. Exactly. I'm going yeah. to Portland. I'm going to St. Louis. I've never been there before. Oh, nice. I'm going to uh, Atlanta next weekend. Haven't oh. been to Atlanta. 
What I'm confused about is that, because I set things up, and I heard, you know, Portland's a great city, hang out, bike around, eat good food, and then, you know, go to Atlanta, like, oh, don't, don't leave Atlanta without going to a strip club. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. And then, but I've now heard that, that this is the place for the it strip clubs. It is the place. Yeah. It is the place. More strip clubs per capita than anywhere else in the country. I heard that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll have to do that too, I guess, yeah, while we're yeah. here. There know? used to be yeah. one actually right next to Helium, but I heard, uh, yeah. oh, it was yeah. magical. It was one of the worst ones it was <laughs> around. The we got a good, gross club. one in LA called oh. Jumbo's Clown Room. Um, wow! Yeah, that sounds like nightmares. Well, I, yeah, because I think there was a stripper there with one nipple, and I think that became sort oh. of folklore. And then, yeah. Okay, before this, the one other did. one was like got like scraped off or something. Like oh. it, <laughs> it was like, like she has two breasts, but and but one nip, like, like one a nipple, one, one like like okay, that's an areole and a nipple, and the yeah. other one that looks like like a Barbie boob. You know, like, 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 uh, yeah, like a road rat, like, yeah, like something used to be there, yes, but, but just in the nipple part, which <laughs> oh. is like that's not an accident, oh. like that was yeah. <laughs> something horrible. So yeah, we have our version of that, but not like a hundred of them. No, there was so the one next door to Helium, which is of course on uh, Ninth Night- Hawthorne. Yep, which you should totally go see, Steve, this weekend. Um, it used to be Dino's before it was the Hawthorne Strip, and now it's going to be some you know like artisan bar or whatever. But uh, the strippers before one of them only had one leg, and then one of the other ones was bullet riddled. Wow, like actual bullet hole. Like I mean, healed. She wasn't bleeding yep. or anything, but it was. <laughs> Pretty magical. Yeah, I have to say it was worth it was worth checking out. Yep, yep. I'm into that yeah. stuff. <laughs> <It's not there. laughs> I really am. <laughs> oh, there's a, yeah. Actually, I'm, as I'm thinking, like we're surrounded by strip clubs right here. You oh, yeah. have to go and see one at least. I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really. I mean, I feel like. Well, if it's a thing, I got to do it. You got to do it. You yeah, you have to do it. I mean, it's a tourist the wife thing would at this point. Understand? Do you have to? Yeah. yeah. What am I, babe? Hello. I'm you in Portland. To, you have yeah. to experience the culture. I mean, you have to, you know, kind of hone yeah. your set gotta, to the... We're homeless exactly. guy threw a rock in my car. <laughs> rode around in a two-story bike. No went to a strip all. club with a wooden platform where a girl with one leg hobbled around. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's it. Ate a couple yeah. food things, told a couple jokes, and I'm home, babe. Yeah, Portland's Steve, great. Just yeah. don't wait in line for a donut, okay? I'm not going to do that. Okay. But I did no. hear about uh, NyQuil-infused donuts around the corner. or that. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the Voodoo Donuts have NyQuil donuts. ones? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just okay. get a couple dozen of those and <laughs> go back to the hotel <laughs> take a shame nap. You're wild and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep through Steve the never made it to the shows. So yeah, he went to know, Voodoo Donut and then never left. He lives here. Works donuts. there now. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> Just covered in leftover donuts. <laughs> um, so your shows are tonight. Yeah, seven thirty shows tonight, and then two shows tomorrow. Yeah, awesome. And get tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Steve, where can people follow you? Like online? What's the best? Twitter and format. Instagram. I'm okay. I'm uh, reluctantly on those. I mean, I, I yeah. like Instagram just because it's pictures. I like to scroll through those. And Twitter is mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, and I guess a necessary evil in a way yeah. because yeah. yeah I mean for for purposes of getting your your name out there and and telling people where you're going to be it's great but trolls and and oh, trolls people are, are people all people are great guys let's yeah. just remember that <laughs> especially people online people feel like on... they just they're they they want you to be a better person so oh. they really have a lot of advice for you like a lot of encouraging especially things. me I've been yeah. through a little bit in the last couple of months and people have just been so kind to me oh. yeah so lovely especially on Twitter I just want to thank everyone That's on Twitter the best way to teach someone a lesson is just it really so really lovely. is yes yep. yeah just you and your shame bell out there right from Game of Thrones <laughs> teaching me a lesson thank you do you now? Do you, do you turn off that stuff? Do you read it? I have a I hard time reading. Things. I don't read it. I don't. I, well, I, I do read it. I'm, um, 
<laughs> more specifically, I went through something, and, and uh, a good friend of mine was like, "You cannot." Ari was like, "You got to yeah. get off social media. You mm-hmm. cannot read. You cannot read any of that stuff." And I was like, "Okay." And then, of course, I was like, uh, "I started reading it." And, oh no! And then he's like, and he called my wife because we we were very close, and mm-hmm. he, he's been friends with my, me and my wife for fifteen years. And he's like, "You got to change his passwords, and you got to get all that stuff off of his phone." Mm-hmm. And she did. And so I really, really haven't been on Twitter in that much in like the last couple of months. But yeah, it's uh, it's a cesspool for the most yeah. part. Oh yeah, I can't. Yeah, imagine. No. like even when people will write stuff to us, like I can't stomach it. Greg will take. Care I'll of that. read it. I mean, the thing is, it's like ninety percent of the time, it's you know fine. Yeah, but I then don't... there'll be like one person out of all of it. And I'm like, and I'll, oh. I'll just and focus just on them. Sticks. Yes, I know. Like, yeah. God damn it! Why I don't are you read. Such an re- I know like, this is a very, but I don't, I don't read. I, I and it's not. Be- I'm just not. Like the the internet, I, I didn't have it, so I don't need it. But I yeah. I, I enjoy it for its mm. purposes, uh, uh, for the good that it does. But I don't need to go. Like, I, if I want exactly, if I wanted to go read every single review that's ever been written about me, I could mm. easily do that. Spend the afternoon, but it, I would. There'd be nothing good that comes of that. Oh, right. Yeah. So I, uh, Chappelle was interviewing Maya Angelou one time, and she was he was like, "How do you deal with bad criticism?" And she's like, "If you don't pick up the good stuff, then you don't have to pick up the bad." And I was like, okay, that makes perfect sense to me. Uh-huh. So if you don't really, you know, and it's not to say like, oh, great job on the show or this was a funny episode. That right. stuff's fine. But like reading reviews and, and reading like what people think about you, if if you don't listen to the good stuff necessarily, take that too too much and then you don't have to deal with the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of, I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. I can do that. That's a good way to look yeah, at it. That yeah, that is. Yeah. So. I like this. I feel like I learned a little bit. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know why. Your teeth. We need a <laughs> more you know yeah. sounder like right after Nothing. that. We do like the... <laughs> <laughs> Go see Steve. <laughs> Get your tickets. Heliumcomedy.com, 9th and Hawthorne. Four shows. Yes. Four shows left. Go to all four shows. That's yeah. my recommendation. There'll be some new stuff in all four shows. See? Yeah. There we go. Awesome. Now, awesome. will you come out and uh, shake the hands afterward? I do, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I do. I mean, I usually like like to hang for like 15 minutes backstage, but then I come out um, and take some pictures and stuff. Very so, cool. Yeah. yeah, I like to do that. All right. Well, go say hi to Steve. Awesome. Yes. All do. Right. Thank, thank you guys. so much for Thanks coming here. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Awesome. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. All right, there we go. That was Steve Ranazisi. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow night. That's Friday the 13th. Oh, spooky. No, don't do that. Well, we're going to we're going to have to cut that out. We're and not Saturday that the 14th <laughs> right here in Portland. Uh, very very nice guy. Go check him out and of course watch the league. He was. And you know, when people get up in arms again about the the 9/11 thing, but people make mistakes and I think that he's he's handled it well. Yeah. And, no, he's, I mean, and his, he genuinely his, seems like a very nice person. He does. He does. So uh, so there we go. Uh, should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? Um, Greg, yes, because you did say it's Friday the 13th and I do have a little bit of a Friday the 13th update, if you will. Okay. Is there a... Well, I need to do my intro first. Okay. Oh, I'm going to do my tick, too. I wasn't going to, but then I remembered that you made fun of me yesterday, so I'm totally going to do it. Hello, my friends. How you doing today? My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. It just sounds like you're talking to yourself. I am. There's no one there. I'm over here, but you're not talking to me. I don't talk to you. No, you. Why would I talk to you? Gross. Somebody should make an alternate version of this show, like they do with the, you know, the Garfield comics, where they take Garfield out of it, and so it just looks like John's talking to himself. If mm-hmm. you've never seen those, they're fantastic. Um, somebody should do a version of that and just like cut out one of our voices, but still leave the pauses in where the other person was talking, and uh, and see see how crazy we sound. 
We sound crazy even when we talk back and forth to each other. No, but I think it would be... I think you're... I think you've had a little too much. I think you're getting very cerebral. You're getting a little out there, man. Out the... How is that... What? You're out there, man. All right. Come on, hippie. Go ahead. Let's go. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Did you know that today is a a significant day? Because not only is it February... February. And not only is it Friday the 13th, but it is an odd-numbered Friday the 13th where there are three sequential odd numbers in a string together because it's uh, 11, 13, 15. Oh, okay, yep, I can see that. That is a big deal. So, um, So a mathematician was the one that figured this out. So it's only one of six days of the century where the day can be written as a consecutive odd number chain, basically. Okay. So uh, the first one was on January 3rd, 2005, which was 1305. I'm not going to go through all the dates. All right. Yeah, so this I, one, you're, you're certainly naming off some dates right here. I, I know one you're looking date. at me to like interact with you. I don't know what to. Oh, yeah. Well, you're over there doing God knows yeah. what. Yeah. All right. Well, the next thing, well, the reason why this is a big deal, Greg, okay. is because the next. Let me know. Hit me with it. The next odd date won't be happening until January 3rd, oh, no. 2105. Oh, wow. Okay. Then it will be 1305. Woohoo, doggies. It's going to be a crazy day. Also, today is Friday the 13th. Did you know that there's a mysterious piece of space debris? called WT1190F, which is expected to enter the stratosphere near Sri Lanka today. What, you mean the black satellite? The object is believed to be a discarded rocket body. Ooh, sounds oh, sounds sexy. And will likely enter Earth's atmosphere from above around 119 Eastern Standard Time. Okay. So that's still going to be on Friday the 13th. In preparation for the object's entry, there is a no-fly zone, which has been declared. Because things are flying in from outer space, Greg. Over Sri Lanka. Over Sri Lanka. Okay. Well, when the object oh. enters the atmosphere, it will likely Check burn and up see completely. If my flight's delayed to Sri so Lanka. So whatever that I was does be not burn will likely plunge into the depths of the Indian Ocean. Who knows how? So nothing's going to happen. The mass is not <laughs> sufficient enough to cause any risk to the area, but the show will be spectacular. A piece of metal is going to fall into the ocean. Well, according to NASA, there are more than five hundred. Thousand pieces of space junk that are being tracked as they orbited the Earth. WT1190F was first spotted in 2013 and has been observed several times over the years. However, this is the first time it's entering the Earth's atmosphere. Also, there are three Friday the 13th in uh, 2015, just so you know. It's a lot. Usually there's like one a year. There have been three. I have more stories I could just stop. I'll leave it up to you. I'll leave it up to you. I'd appreciate it if you decided one way or another, though, because it's the silence. Oh, you don't want me to think in real time. Maybe. Oh, I thought you wanted me to make think a in real time. <clears throat> one way or the other. I, it's a very heavy decision. All right, I'll do one more story because those other. Oh, thank you. We were clamoring. A little for one it. to wet your whistle because I know you're don't, clamoring for more. Don't say wet your whistle. Gotta wet your whistle before you make a pregnant pause. No. That just sounds dirty. Greg, I want you to rest easy. Okay. Because there is a new type of self-defense class 
that you can take for this modern era. And starting in Russia, but soon it's going to overtake the world. Okay. There's now a martial arts class that is specifically designed for selfie stick users. And it's called, not self-defense. What is it called, Greg? Selfie defense. I won't say that. Selfie defense has what you, arrived what do you mean? in How Mother is that, Russia. How is that a thing? Martial experts, uh, martial arts experts in Moscow have devised new fighting techniques surrounding the popularity of the selfie stick. And they are techniques designed specifically with selfie stick users in mind. Yes, the, dis- uh, the discipline is dubbed MPD fight, which is monopod fighting, or as, or as they call it, selfie defense. It aims to give tourists who get too caught up with snapping the perfect picture of themselves with their selfie stick the keys to fend off potential muggers who might try to rob them when they are distracted taking pictures of themselves. And it's so easy to learn that you can be learn all of your selfie defense techniques in five simple classes. Just five. Just five simple classes. So it's not, uh, it hasn't been revealed what exact techniques these martial artists will be teaching people for selfie defense but uh but they did come up with the idea after seeing the increasing numbers of selfie stick using sightseers who are being targeted for their smartphones or being robbed from other with other things i'm out that was sarah exillen ladies and gentlemen with her world of crazy here on a friday Friday the 13th for you. Guess it's my turn to talk now. Um, all right. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Yes. Yes. This is, show has really gone off the rails. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Hit me with the balls. Never mind. That's not Somebody a, please cut that out. God damn it. Balls. I was going to try not to talk and just see if you even noticed. It'd be pleasant. Huh? I would notice. Uh, all right. <laughs> that got a reaction. I don't know, Greg. You want to beg people to hit you with their balls again? <laughs> all right. First up, in ball talk. We've got this. Protests are erupting in New York. New York City. In Lower Manhattan, outside the offices of New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman. Eric Schneiderman. He is the, uh, the well, the Attorney General, who declared that FanDuel and DraftKings, the fantasy football online gaming thing, uh, were actually gambling and sent a cease and desist order to them mm-hmm. to cease and desist operating in New York. Well, they are protesting it. And saying that, no, they are not going to stop working. And so they've sent out apparently a whole bunch of employees, a few hundred, it says, users and mostly employees of the two sites have gone down to protest outside of the attorney general's office. Oh, wow. (laughs) They're there with, like, signs and holding up, like, effigy things of Eric Schneiderman complaining about it as though these are actual people coming out from all over the place who are so upset over this declaration. It's they're, They're employees. Yeah. It's employees who are there. They're being paid to be there. They're being paid to stand out. They're being out for paid something. to stand out to stand outside <laughs> of it. But that is happening right now, and there's all kinds of pictures online. You can you can take a look of the terrifying protest. All right, moving on to ball talk. 
Um, oh, there's more. There's there's a couple of things left. There's a couple of things left because I know we're starting to run out of time here, but I do want to say this. We'll go straight to this story. And there is something that will accompany it. Last night, the Buffalo Bills played the New York Jets in an NFL game. But there is one problem with this game. So if you watched it last night, you might have noticed that there were uh, the uniforms were ridiculous. They looked like Oregon Duck uniforms on steroids. It was this hyper, <laughs> hyper color, like green and red. So the Buffalo Bills wore red and the Jets wore green, but it was like, it was ridiculously fluorescent, bright colors. They looked, it's been described as, they looked kind of like weird pajamas. And so that's what the two teams wore. Weird, colorful pajamas. But here's the problem. The way those two colors worked out, for anybody who happens to be colorblind, which I guess is about 6% of the, at least the male population, uh, for some reason, I, I don't know if it happens in women or not, but that, that was a st- statistic. <sighs> I'm having trouble talking today. Me too. That was the statistic that I saw. They couldn't see it. The two teams look oh, indistinguishable. About yes, yeah, men are mostly colorblind. Yeah, so they couldn't see the difference between the two teams. They looked exactly the same to oh, them because wow. of the way the colors were. So the NFL is taking some heat for it. They have come out and admitted that yeah, maybe there's a bad. Bad choice. That's true because it is the two co- the ends of the color spectrum that yeah. would probably just look like gray or yep. Well, and usually one blue. team is always you know white is more associated with like the home team color, so there's more white on the uniform. But they did not do that last night. Color blindness. I have some friends that are colorblind. I do too. Some of my best friends, actually, yes, one of my best friends is colorblind. Actually, oh yeah. Yes. Well, a good friend. Yes. Okay. People say. Are you just making that up? You don't really know anybody that's color bl- colorblind, do you? Yeah, no, our buddy. No, Jay. one of my best friends is. Uh, our friend Jay is colorblind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, all right. So, but the Buffalo Bills did win, and in honor of that, Aaron Duran's Buffalo Bills. I have this. Aaron Duran's Buffalo Bills won. I'm sure he's probably heard this already. This is from a group called Run Wild, and this just came out last week. It's called the original unofficial Buffalo Bills anthem. Let's go, let's go, Buffalo, let's go, stand up and shout. Let's go, let's go, Buffalo, let's go, our time is now. And get your red, white, and blue. When did Lincoln Park start becoming a fan of the Buffalo Bills? Put your hands up, oh, put your hands up, oh. Yell into your voice, cause I don't want to hear you scream and shout. The tailgate when it's negative two, got a jersey is on and a Zuba Okay. Oh, it's so bad. I can't play that anymore. Yeah, that was. The that only was thing terrible. I can say for this guy is he does have some uh, very attractive lady friends. You mean women that he hired to be in his music video? Women that he hired to be in his music okay. video. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. There we go. Run wild, the Buffalo Bills anthem. All right, and finally in ball talk, I've got to make my prediction, Sarah. Oh, God. Prediction time is upon us. Because I do this every week, I predict three NCAA games. And I am almost always 100% correct no, on my predictions. that's not even remotely true. Statistically speaking, there, I said it right that time. What did you say? I am correct almost 100% of the time. All right, first up, we're going to make a couple of predictions because I spend all week, all of my time studying these games. We're going to go with this. Number 21, Memphis versus number 24, Houston. H-Town. 
Houston Rockets. And this is when I totally tune you from out. From a chameleonaire and Paul Wow. Paul Wow. Slipping sideways. Memphis. Okay, that's enough. Elvis was from Memphis. It's close to Mississippi, but it's in Tennessee. Your train of thought is terrifying. I like to give facts about the cities. Greg, <laughs> talk. Jesus. <laughs> the winner of that game will be the Houston Cougars. Okay. Moving on to ball talk. Oklahoma versus Baylor. Number 12, Oklahoma against number 6, Baylor. <laughs> Baylor's in Texas. I once worked with a girl who went to Baylor. I kind of asked her out and she said no. That's really awkward for you. Yeah, it was really awkward. And then you because, had to continue working with her? Yeah, and then I was like her boss the next year. And, and she decided she didn't want to work there. That had nothing to do with me, but it was still awkward. I'm sure it had a lot to do with you. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I never thought about that now that I just drudged that up from my memory. Yeah, creepy guy who asked her out a year before. I didn't really... I was nice. Yeah, a little too nice. Well, she went to That's Baylor. That's the worst when you're just being nice to somebody and then they misconstrue it as like you want to go out with them and then you have to say no and then that person's still longing and like, she just doesn't know me well enough yet. She'll love me someday. And then you continue to keep getting creeped out and then you decide to transfer jobs. I'm sure that's not at all what happened in your situation, though. I'm sure she left just because she was, have, uh, you know, she was really sad to go. Oklahoma versus Baylor in Waco, Texas. Oklahoma's going to win. Who's taking who out now? Sooners. Sorry, give me one more. All Hit right. me. Hit uh, me with it. Hit me. Do... Hit me with one more. Throw it at me. Hit me. Oh, crap. One I pick... Wait, which ones did you pick? What was the first Wait, one? Give me, give me, give me one. I'll tell you. Memphis, Houston, and Oklahoma, Baylor. All right, Memphis, Houston, Oklahoma, Baylor. Uh, let's go with... Alabama versus Mississippi State. Alabama versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State, the Bulldogs. Don't know really what uh, Bulldogs have to do with Mississippi. Seems like from Mississippi. Seems rather like lazy naming of a team, but nonetheless, Mississippi State Bulldogs versus Alabama Crimson Tide. Ew. Nick Saban, head coach of Alabama. His daughter is also quite tr- quite attractive. God, you're so creepy. Yeah, I'm going to tell your Ronda Rousey joke too. After you <laughs> no, that's that's not a uh, that's not a four air joke. Don't care. Don't it was a good it. one, it was so creepy. but it's not four air. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama <laughs> versus Mississippi State. Uh, the winner will be Alabama. Alabama once oh, again will right. win. There was uh, your three predictions. That's it. And now we're done. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me say. No. During the break, Greg, Greg talks to You're not supposed sometimes, to. And he was like, like, he'll just sit over there and talk to himself. Like, I'm not joking. When I'm writing this, I'm just like, Greg's singing a song. Like, when if you follow me on Twitter, <laughs> I'll update sometimes with what Greg's doing. Greg was sitting over there on his computer, and all of a sudden, he's just like, Rhonda Rousey, what are you doing on my computer screen? And then he pauses. And he says, Ronda Rousey, more like Ronda Rousey. And then that's it. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, that is so creepy. <laughs> more like Ronda Rousey. Just yourself. Just, just that's what you do. Got to fill the silence somehow. Mm-hmm.
Damn it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. <laughs> Problem is, though, everybody that's heard that now will not be able to get that out of their head anytime they see her name. I think the worst part was when you talk to her about appearing on your computer screen. <laughs> not even the arousing. Because I went to ESPN to pull, up the, to pull up the football games and... <laughs> Ronda Rousey, what are you doing on my computer screen? <laughs> God, that's so creepy. You could also do Ronda Arouse Me, but that'd be another one. All right. Um, big thank you to everyone who tunes in Fun Deployment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for supporting us and our sponsors and all of these fantastic things that happen because of all of you guys. We appreciate it immensely. Once again, thank you to Small Town Brewery and Not Your Father's Root Beer, Landmark Saloon, and Next Adventure for last night's bingo night. I believe there may be more of these on the horizon and other things as well. Wow, Greg, that was really deep. Mute her. Oh, don't you dare. Rhonda Arousey. (laughs) Creep. Coming up this weekend on the Fun Employment Radio Network, tomorrow will be Chronicles of the Nerd. Chronicles of the Nerd! Followed by Rip City Bad Boys. And later today, at about 5.30 p.m. Tell me more. Will be Drive Time at the Drive-In, brought oh, to you by Aaron Duran. Oh, shit. And today's episode will be Blade Runner. Oh, awesome. Blade Runner episode. We should stop talking now. We're both sounding crazy. What are you... We're like singing back and forth to each other. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. We love you all. Have an amazing, safe, and lovely weekend. You sound like you don't mean it when you're saying I do like mean that. it. I mean it more than it anything. It didn't sound sincere at all. I love you all. Have a good weekend. Oh, wait. Really quick. We got a birthday. Oh, we got a birthday. Oh, we got a birthday. Okay. We got a birthday. Pause. Right. We've got a okay. birthday. All right. Sarah. What? Don't mess this up for me. Whose birthday is it? It's Dwayne's birthday. <gasps> Dwayne! It's Dwayne's birthday this weekend. Yep. Dwayne from Calgary. That is not a Calgary accent. That is Have not an Alberta accent. Dwayne, you're the coolest. Happy, happy birthday. Is that what you think people from Calgary sound like? Yes. That's happy not- birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Oh, yeah, I remember because it was around this time last year. Yes, because he was because down it was here. our listener party. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! It's, yep. Do you realize that tomorrow will be a year since our our five year anniversary party? Cool. That was a fun trip down memory lane. Oh my god! You are <laughs> such an asshole. Yeah, have other stories you want to tell me now? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why are you such a dick? <laughs> we'll be back on Monday with more fun about radio. I don't know. Tune in to find out. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.